0: A little one for purim, so if I get stuck on the on the Shabbat Zohar, I won't get to the Purim one. So let's begin with Purim and we'll go back to to, to Zohar. So Purim is on page Nunvav. It takes much a minute. It takes much a minute to do, but to, to live this way, it's not easy. Easy betikunei Zohar, Kaddish, shupurim k'yom Kiyom kipurim So everybody knows that it says that the names, the words purim, yom hakipurim, that Yom Kippur is like purim. So the Rebbe said, perhaps, it's hinting to this as well. When it comes to Yom Kippur, the Tan is fasting and Tshuva. Fasting and Tshuva on Yom Kippur is not just if you if you're in the mood, if you feel like doing it. Benim writes to Ben whether you feel like it or you don't feel like it, whether you're in the mood you're not in the mood. In Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is a day of Tanis, it's a day of Tshuva. You might not be in the mood for Yom Kippur, but to do your best to get into the mood. Because it's a day of Hashem, that is a day where the Yitzhak is a day of Tanis, of Tshuva, and so on. And Hashem decrees, and we try our best to do it. So the Rebbe says, So too when it comes to the joy of Purim. The, Simcha's Purim is not only if you're feeling, that you feel that you're in the mood, that you're happy. It's not only if a person is already in a state of Simcha or somehow can, in some way that he's in a matzav where he could bring himself to Simcha. Even if a person is in a place of mamish and shvir saleif in the lowest place, the most broken-hearted. His mind and his entire spirit has been crushed. It's a din. It's a chok. It's a law. He calls it a chok because at a time like that when a person is totally broken, Doesn't make sense to him. How could he possibly be happy? But the same with Yom Kippur. It's not left up to your mood. So too, Yom. So that's Yom Kippur. So too on Purim. So chok, Can't understand how it's possible, but a person somehow is able to bring at least a spark of simchin to bring into his heart and so too the effect that it has from above that descends below the same way that Rabbi says in the Gemara that Yom Kippur the day itself is mechaper the day itself is mechaper, Yitzu mechaper, as long as the person keeps Yom Kippur, the Yitzu has an effect to bring kapar. the day itself. Even if a person is not with all kavanas and Yechudim and thinking and crying and all kinds of Tzfilas, the Yitzu is mechaper. If a person believes in Yom Kippur and he keeps Yom Kippur, the Yitzu the day itself is mechaper. V'afilu im la and even if the person really hasn't completed the, the tshuva that he, needs to, that he needs to do. He hasn't really done the tshuva that's required of him. i Rebbe. Rebbe holds Rebbe holds that the day itself is Mechap. Shemachapalo. So that's Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. That's what happens in Shemaim on Yom Kippur. That's in, in a very miraculous way, the Yitzum Hashayom has that effect that it brings Kapurah into, into our lives. So what about Purim? Kein Gam B'Purim Avshelah, Ho Yehoi Isha Yisraeli B'Simcha Kavish Yitzarach Even if a Jew is not able to be B'Simcha the way that he should be. Amimele kol avodosah she B'Purim lo heysa All of his avodah on Purim is not, this is not the way that it should be. It's incomplete. Even though it's incomplete, the Yitzumu of Purim, even though the person's simcha can't be complete because he's so and he's so broken. Nevertheless, the effort that a Jew makes to at least live through Purim and to observe Purim and to somehow bring something of Purim into his heart then perm is Paul gam Then perm has the effect upon the Jewish people, and it accomplishes what it's able to accomplish. Okay, let's go to Shabbat Zohar. I'll Just go back a few pages. Zoches Hashem Solomon Page Nun Gimel. Sometimes, just talking for a second about what we just learned, sometimes a person, even now in Boch Hashem, we're very far from the Warsaw Ghetto, even now a person feels that I'm Purim, he's measuring himself, that he's not, It he doesn't feel the doesn't feel the... Simch, the doesn't feel that Purim is having the effect upon him that the whole year he was waiting for Purim that it should have such an effect upon him. And very often, very often people have Khalisas Hadas. They have a Khalicia Hadas that that the uh, Purim came and it and it went and there was nothing special and uh, then they think back on how Purim was when I was in yeshiva earlier in life, or in Eretz Yisrael especially as people get older and, and they're not anymore in yeshiva and, and there's a chalisha sadas, that Hashem does not want a person to have on Purim everybody has to be machasing himself to know that, that that the day itself of Purim, even though you might not be feeling the simcha that it brings to you you don't feel the effect of that Simcha. but it's pile of very, very, very great, very, very great things. It accomplishes very great things if a person observes perm. That's why it's a terrible avlo when you have a person who overdrinks and he spends the he spends the whole afternoon of perm on a couch or in, or in a bathroom somewhere. Then he missed he missed being he missed being awake. You missed being in the Yantavah Purim. The Yantavah Purim, the day itself, is, is machap. The day itself is misamech, and it has the effect upon the person's year to bring simchan to the rest of the year. Even though you feel like, I, wasn't, I really didn't have much simchan Purim. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't feel anything special. And you know, you're making the circles, you're dancing, and you're going along with everything. But if you keep the halachas, and you keep things and you try... And you are tative with other Jews. You don't close yourself off. You with other yidin. It has hashpa, all the of Purim that is Mashpia Simcha for the entire year, and it brings to all kinds of Yeshuas. Most the tzaddikim said that there's no other day of the year that it brings as many Yeshuas to a person's life as the day of Purim. So even though a person is not necessarily in the mood and doesn't feel that, the Rebbe saying is that Yom Kippur. You're not necessarily feeling tshuva on Yom Kippur. You're not necessarily in the mood. is The day itself accomplishes. So everybody has to know that the day of Purim itself accomplishes. That doesn't mean we could see it right away. Or how? In what way does it accomplish? Every word that a person daven's on Purim. If a person is able to say during the day of Purim a few capitals of it's Paul more than Tehillim that has said the rest of the year. If a person is able a little bit on Purim to take off a few minutes here and there and to say a few capitals of The day itself is the most powerful day. Yom Kippur is only Yom Kippur. But Purim is the most powerful day. And, and the person who's a Baidaz even though he's told that there's an Indian of Adel a big badass knows that it's that the Adelayada that the Adelayada does not mean chalila to make to, to to lower the the day into something which is silly and something which is chassishom ugly and that was not the ruchna Hashem's The day itself is a very powerful day and it shouldn't be destroyed by by something that's not that's not befitting a Jew or Ben Tovar. To remember what Amalek did when we left Mitzrayim, Amalek encountered us upon the way, cut off all those who were straggling along at the end, and you were tired and exhausted. And he did not fear Hashem. That when Hashem will give you peace, will give you rest from the enemies around you, and the land that Hashem gives you, you should erase the name of Amalek, to erase Amalek from beneath the heavens, don't forget. V'novin na. Let's try to understand. What is what is it that the Pesach throws in over here? Under the heavens. What do you mean under the heavens? The, the earth is under the heavens. Where does Amalek live? Amalek lives on earth. So we really just has to say What does he have to say Mitachas Hashemayim, underneath the heavens, beneath the heavens, just to erase a from the earth. so maybe you could say, Kevin Hashemayim kis e. That since we know the Navi says that Kadosh Baruch calls the heavens His throne, the hakisei sholeim ad shi malik. And the throne of Hashem is not complete until Amalek is destroyed. Perhaps that's why it says to erase Amalek, because somehow Shamayim the Kisei, is not complete. Amalek needs to be destroyed. So that the Shemaim will be able to be restored to its perfection. There's something missing in Shemaim when a Moloch is in the world. Therefore, a needs to be removed. Oyed perhaps you could also say, Isa ben Medrish so the Medrash says that Ashikarcha, which literally is translated, they enc- encountered us. But the Medrash, as you all know, says that Ashikarcha is a hint to the to kriras, to coldness. Ashikarcha, to make cold. They made you cold. And Rashi brings some Chazal. Medrash lambat This can be compared to a boiling hot tub of water, a pool of water. It was so hot that no one was able to go in there. Some Russia came the and he jumped in. Even though he himself got burned but now because he jumped in he cooled it off a little bit and others are able to go in. So too here. When we left Mitzrayim, Hashem opened up the ocean in front of us, and the Egyptians drowned, the fear of Am Yisrael fell upon all of the nations. So the, so the Bar Yishalom in this world was like mamish bubbling, it was hot, the world was hot, it was on fire with Hashem, with the fear of Hashem. Cave in Shabbat Amalek, so Amalek came, so everybody was afraid of Am Yisrael, there was a fire, and the nations of the world wouldn't go near it, that, was, that, 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 that Am Yisrael was Hashem's people, and they, we were invincible, but then Amalek came, and Amalek went ahead, even though, even like in the Marshall, it meant that Amalek was going to be beaten and burned. Amalek still feels that's Kadai. Kevin Shaba Amalik bin his Lahem, they jumped into the hot tub, into the boiling hot water. Afa Pisha even though Amalik got beaten badly. He Amalek was able to cool off the hot water. In other words, Amalek was able to make us look attackable and vulnerable to the entire world, before nobody would dare come near us. And Amalek said, Amalek went and attacked us. And it was a Muhammad, it was a serious Muhammad. So that showed the nations of the world that the Jewish people are not invincible. A So Amalek brought to a cooling down of that fire of Hashem in the world and Am Yisrael, a cooling down. Alav b'svarim k'doishem. However, in the Morvishamish, Navari Zisrael, the other svarim, isa that Karcha is not talking about cooling down the umma, the nations of the world. Asha Karcha's Shakira is Zisrael atzman bekreivos. The pshatan in, in Chazal and Rashi is that Asha is that that Amalek succeeded in cooling off the rest of the world vis-a-vis Am Yisrael. That before. Amalek attacked, the rest of the world was afraid it was a fire, and Amalek cooled down the fire, and then the rest of the world saw that we could fight against Jews, and we've been fighting since then but the Swamakadoshan learn learned that means that Amalek is the midah of careers and Amalek is able to affect us to this day, each and every one of us in such a way to cool a person down to freeze a person, to cool us, freeze us Shakir is the son we need to understand. Hey, khay yakla How is it possible that our Malik shall that our Malik who hated us as our enemy, who wallah and came to destroy us, to kill us. Has Khalil. Uid lakar is How would they be successful in affecting us to cool us down? If anything, if your enemy comes after you, it fires you up, right? It doesn't cool you down. It doesn't make you apathetic or complacent. It doesn't make you lazy. It doesn't make you removed or distant. If you're attacked, if you're attacked, then it's just, it's just the opposite. It, it fires you up. So, what does Svar mean? mean? That is saying that when, Amalek, when we encountered Amalek, Amalek cooled us down. Masha is going on Am Yisrael. That Amalek brought the Krius into Am Yisrael. Because that's still happening. It's the have a Amalek. Krius. Coldness. V'Shay Yishmi Yisrael El That Jews would pay any attention to their enemies. That they could have some influence, some effect upon them. That that Israel would be affected by Amalek. There are... They hated us, and we hated them. So, how were they able to be makaros? Mainly, you understand. Say a person is learning and davening, but he loves the movies. So he goes to movies. The movies cool down his learning. It's makara him in his davening. You understand that? A guy, a guy is on fire with Kai, and he finds himself a little girlfriend. You understand that the girlfriend brings a krius into That's that's natural. There was, there was a very fine bacher that was talking to me and he said how he feels a little bit, he feels bad because his kite's not as strong as it used to be. And I'm asking him a few questions and he tells me that he's living in an apartment. That everybody in the apartment's is Mechal Shabbos, right here on one of these blocks. Everybody in his apartment is Mechal Shabbos and they eat in the Velas and Treifus, Hashem Yerachim, in the apartment. And he's surrounded by all kinds of diburim in the apartment that he's in. So he's, he's wondering like, uh, I don't understand what's happening to me. How, what happened, So, in such a situation, it's obvious where the kriros comes from. Nasha You're in a cold environment, and it cools you down. So, so you, lo- you, you love Jews, and you love Torah. That's very, very nice. But there's nasha in your life, and nasha can have that effect upon you. And it's an amazing thing. You, not that this guy's uh, uh, sitting like this, but a person can sit in the mishmarish for 12 hours, 13 hours a day. And you, could, and you could look at something for five minutes, and there's a whole Ashakaracha, right? Twelve hours in the Bismedrus. And the uh, Shachas Minchamarev, with shockling, and with the eyes closed, with the whole thing. And you could be, not five minutes, 30 seconds in the Sitra with Amalek, it's Ashakaracha. Everything is ice. Everything like freezes in 30 seconds. You understand? Because there, when it comes to when it comes to a movie, when it comes to a girl, or when it comes to a chevra, the person enjoys that company or enjoys the movie. So it's Makarahim. He is listening to it. He's makabul from it. But how could Amalek have such an effect upon us when we hate them? Sinus Nef is nefesh, a sin sinus mothers. And they hate us. So there's no relationship. So, where's the Ashakar? How's there a cruise? Where does the coldness come? How could there be a, I mean, how were we influenced by Amalek if we hate them? They're coming to kill us. <speaking in Hebrew> or Jews would, would pay any attention? To, the, to their enemies who are seeking to kill them so how did such a thing happen turn the page Derech, hubachinas mahsav. The word derech is a code word for machshav. Now the derech begins in one's mind, and the journey from the mind to the heart is that derach. But derech is mahsav. Begematria, samach gimel, Kuv samach aleph. No, the shem havaya, the shem yud ke, when it's written out b'milui, when it's written out yud kevavkei, and the shem Alef hey yud hey, when it's written out b'milui, without going into anything Kabbalistic here, but the sum total of samach gimel sukuf samach aleph comes out to be Derach The shemus right now is not important, but the Iker is. The ikar is that derech means my way of thinking a way of thinking. Thinking about Akhar dsh was Derech Hashem. Now Malik somehow, HaShikorcha means a Malik was somehow able to affect our thinking, that our thinking became cold and sterile. When thinking doesn't penetrate to the heart, when it's not V'Hashei V'Yeseel V'Vecha, then it's cold. Because the heart is what warms up the, the thoughts. And if a person is just thinking, Thinking itself is cold. The Vodavaju is Vashevosa elavavercha. Vyadatahayom thinking, but the hayom should be Vahashevosa Elva to cross that derech from the mind to the heart, which the tzaddikim say is a greater distance than from Shemayim to ours. So a person can be sitting and learning again all day, and could be a tremendous, tremendous Lamdan but he never crossed over the derech from the brain to the heart. And therefore, that interruption, which is Amalek, which I mentioned to you that the Alter Rebbe explains that Amalek is the Lashon of malika, which is last week's parasha. Malika malika Saif is the breaking of the neck of the bird. That means the neck which joins together the mind and the heart is broken. That's what Amalek is. Am Malek, the nation that has the ability to interrupt us on the derech from the mind to the heart. So a person will be, will be stuck in the cold intellectual thoughts, the machshava, but the machshava is never able to penetrate into the heart to become warm, because the warmth is in the heart. The mind is cold. So Amalek was able to cause our thinking to be cold, think to be cold intellectual thought. Sterile and cold. Umram is a pasuk and this is alluded to in the pasuk. Before Amalek attacked us, there were Jews that were not on a high level. Hanoshim nemuchim, lower people. This could be a dangerous thing to say in this building and on the campus, but the rebbe's. This is what the rebbe saying: that there were Jews who were not on the highest level who were impressed by the culture in which Amalek pr- prided itself in the secular culture that Amalek prided itself it was a very advanced nation so the Rebbe is saying that there were Jews there were Jews who looked at themselves as 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 unsuccessful people who were once part of a great civilization in Egypt and now were wandering in the desert and Amalek came Amalek came with neckties and suits (laughs) and degrees professors all kinds of all kinds of chachmas. She spoke by him and there were Jews that looked at that. Let, let's learn a little bit more. And there were Jews who saw this, and they were and they were impressed by it. They made a rishim on them. and it brought to a certain cooling off of the excitement that we had of tayr vachadshbaruchu. Like some yeshiva bocha goes out of yeshiva, you know, after, after fighting, like, for the, the last French fire, a piece of cantaloupe or something, and, and everybody's, you know, pushing and shoving, and, and, it's, and you know, guys haven't showered for, 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 for three days, and it's a, it's a whole gun and, and it's a mess. And then they take these guys, like, on a tour of, of, of like, the nicest building in, in Harvard or something, you know. So people say, yeah, oh, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. So it causes a certain krivis. When it comes to Torah, it causes a krivis. Of Torah and Chachmas, of Torah, Gam You see, these people felt the world, the world is a, the world is a cultured, there's a cultured place. And, and the world has Chachmas that are very, very beautiful, very interesting, very advanced and civilized and beautiful art and music and poetry and philosophy and the gamlo midas taivas. and the world there are people that have beautiful midas very nice midas and conduct themselves in a nice way the gambo ilamazei yesh and nerevach and one could do very well to benefit from this world we don't have to be a bunch of Jews running in the desert somewhere we don't have to be a bunch of yeshiva barachim. There's also, the world, is, there's a lot of beautiful, nice, impressive things in the world. The chachmas and so on of the world. So So what did Hashem do? So, th- so there were Jews that were leaving the tribe with this thought, perhaps. I mean, that's what the Rebbe saying, that they were leaving a civilized place, they were going out into the desert, a bunch of Jews, and they were leaving the main headquarters of ancient civilization, which was Egypt. It was a very, very disgusting place, but a very, very advanced, a very advanced civilization. So the thought was that uh, maybe we're leaving. We're leaving something that's that's really. More civilized, chassar beautiful, than the life that we're heading into. So, what did Hashem do? Hashem she is amolik im kol Hashem brought Amolik with all of the chachma, with all of its wisdom, all of its brilliance. Now, when you read Amolik here, you put in parentheses the Nazis, right? You put in parentheses that's what the Rebbe say, Germany. The German people, Germany, 20th century Germany, the beginning of the 20th century, post-World War I Germany, the biggest university is the most choshev professors. They're on top of the world, the most civilized, advanced people, Germany. So what did Hashem do? Hashem brought Amalek, slash Germany. And Kol German people, the rishon. Hashem revealed to Am Yisrael the true rishas, the ugliness, the evil of that world. Zuhamas liba, the corruption of the heart. Yeah, they look very good. And they talk up a very good, uh, they put on a very good show. They dress nice, blonde, blue-eyed, I'm a like him. Everybody here knows that the Shurish of the, of the Sinus Israel, the, the place in Germany was the strongest Sinus Yisrael was after the universities and the professors. The intelligentsia, the smartest, the most educated people. So Hashem brought Amalek, very, very civilized, very advanced people, and he showed, here, here are the professors. Here are the, here are the, here are the cultured, civilized uh, people from Berlin and Munich you see with your own eyes Hashem brought Bnei Yisrael to see with their own eyes that when you scratch off the surface of the fancy clothing and the opera and all that stuff, underneath it is murder Chachmaso Aleichem and the corruption and the wasting away of Chachma. So you could see yourselves, so we should be able to see ourselves the truth. That is the what's the truth? What's the real truth about Chachmusolum about secular worldly knowledge? or a secular, worldly way of life, that, that could be B'nai Yisroh, we're thinking, oh, I used to be nice in Mitzrayim. So Hashem, here, I'm going to bring the Germans now to you. Forget about the Egyptians, getting out have the Germans. Big universities, big professors, big scientists, big artists, everything, Mamma's the most cultured people on earth. And you see what they are, a bunch of murderers. Gambi Fard, Hashem came. Hashem did this later on in Spain. There were many Jews who were attracted to the culture and to the philosophy of Spain. And many, many Jews were lost to Yiddishkeit. And then the same people who originally had welcomed us and sucked us dry of everything, our money, everything. Then they turned against us. Abdullah <speaking in Hebrew> to torture us, the Inquisition. Hanem Vigar were some, the ones who were lucky got out. How many were killed and were forced to convert? Also, at that time, Spain was the most civilized place in the world. The greatest place of, of uh, uh, the greatest philosophers at that time were living in Spain. The greatest musicians and artists, everybody was in Spain. That was the place. That was Amalek at that time. And then we saw how, just like it happened with Amalek, Hashem revealed the essence. Of world culture, the essence of that uh, of that world is 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 vitzicha, is murder and sin is Israel. That time, our mesas zochas Therefore, the Torah is telling us: Remember what Amalek did to you. Asher asolucha, think of what Amalek did to you, lucha the effect that it has upon you in your life the Torah is still telling us that how does it cool me and you down the outside world how does it cool us off how easy it is to be impressed by the world outside of Torah because of the surface how it looks how interesting and how beautiful and how exciting it is on the surface and how and do we know how much that cools us down? That's what the Rebbe is saying. And you know what a malik does to you? Remember, derech is a machshavah. means it cools you off and leaves you in that place of, of the mind. And the thoughts are just cold thoughts. And you're not able to. You're not able to feel the fire of Ahavas Hashem of Yiras Hashem. Your davening is cold. Your learning is cold. Your mitzvahs are cold. your have been is cold. Asher korcha, Asher osel chamach bederek bederek. Hakrivus b'machshov b'sholcha. Shapol b'chaleim shachachmosa yafu chas v'chelila. That you begin, your mind begins to think that wow, a malik's chachmas really is very impressive. It's very very impressive. <laughs> So Hashem already showed this very clearly How beautiful the chachmas is of, of Amalek And of the Germans and of the Spanish How beautiful the chachmas, is With all the fancy chachmas, how beautiful it is And I think you see this with the, with the Professors, with the liberals, with the colleges All the riches. all the riches That comes to Africa, the the biggest riches That comes from these places, all over the world Therefore, when Hashem will give you a chance in the land that he gave you, erase the memory of a Mitachas from under the heavens. Don't forget, I'll of it means that now there will be Zeicha and will be saved, will be rescued from this. And the will erase the Amalekim slash the Germans. Akapanim, every Jew will be able to know what this whole Chachmas Islam is, what the, what the uh, secular world is about, what the non Jewish world is about, what the uh, university is about, not, not Jewish <laughs> university, Chasushol, but what, the, what that world is about. Ainva there's no good in it at all. You think it's you think it's Shemaim. You're impressed and you think that there's something heavenly about these places. It's nothing. It's only tahhashemaim. Only Torah is Shemaim. Only to be a Jew is Shemaim. Everything else can give that impression that it's something which is Himaldic, it's heavenly. But it's, it's everything is Tachas al they're good speakers they can give fancy speeches they're not as nice drushes. but inside of them they're filled with filth and with rottenness they're rotted and filthy inside they give good drushes. and when they feel it's necessary or they just feel like they'd like want to then all of the chachmes all of their chachmes that they that they created, that they made up, al and all the speeches that they gave and all the books that they write, and all the classes and lectures about having beautiful Midas, and being civilized and cultured and so on. Sim Al Now they use all of their chachmas to seek out what? To give drushes about stealing, about looting, about murdering. And Kilo, all the filth, all the ugliness of the world is the best thing that, that exists for them. That's all the Chachmas. That's Zochz HaShah, Soluch amalek the Krivus, that we're impressed by the world. And when Hashem strips away the outside of the world and we see what's inside the, the secular world. Lochein he tells, Seinu page HaPeijonon so different with the Torah not different, it's not at all the same the Torah and the Chachmas of Torah it's not something that was made up by people it's not man-made people make up the, all their Chachmas, then they, then they use the for, for to, to kill to, to whatever they want the Torah is not. it's not a Masey Odom, it's not homemade it's not man-made they could be it could be bent and made crooked according to what people want it to be and all of a sudden the chacham that was that was last, last week was the, the chacham was giving a drasha in the university about morals and about ethics and now the same chacham is giving a drasha that the Jews have to be removed from the world that they're staying on the world Chachmas of people they could be made they could be bent and they could be any way to suit the needs of, of, of human beings And who they are and where they are. It's not. It's not just a cold seichel. Yiddishkeit is not just seichel. But the mussolim, their seichel, their seichel is just seichel. What's the Torah? And what's a Jew? The Torah is the soul of God Himself. A Jew is a piece of God Himself. A Black Gemara, a Rashiya Tysis, a Khumishrashi. It's not it's not man made khachma that can be bent and twisted to suit your needs or what you want. People try to do that. All the are chukas Hashem. Main Maven Whether you understand that. That part of Torah, you don't understand that part of Torah. The are and a person is not allowed to change them, and a person is not allowed to tamper with them. He's not allowed to distort them in order to suit his needs of what he wants to do and what he wants to, in his own mind to accomplish. To, to make crooked even a chutas, even kachutasairah, even the tiniest bit to make the Torah crooked, like you have people nowadays. not to start saying things specifically. They think people that consider themselves to be Shema mitzvahs, and, they, and they take in the tarot, they're taking the Torah, they, they make it crooked, because that's what they want. Because they look at the world and they say, oh, how beautiful is the world that women are treated the same as men. Such a beautiful world. So we have to make sure that the Torah also treats women that way. Like, Hashem doesn't know how to treat women. We have to make sure that the Torah will also treat women that way. Where do they get that from? from because it looks so beautiful in the world. Look how they treat women in the world. Look how they treat women. Look how we See how women are so happy in the world. Look how women are treated in the world. So then you have these people who consider themselves to be from Jews, and they say, oh, that's civilization. That's, civilized people don't forbid women to, d- to dance with the sefer Torah. Civilized people don't forbid women from coming and davening by the kiosh. Civilized people don't forbid women from putting on a pair of film to wear film. They look at the world, and the world is so civilized, women's rights, etc., etc. And this carries over to everything. I'm just using this as an example. And they're impressed by the world, and that brings a crevice into all of the yiddishkeit. These people that are screaming that you have to that the women have to daven by the kiosh. How do these people daven when they're not by the by the kaiso, when they're not in the cameras and the newspapers? They don't even believe in God. They don't even keep Torah mitzvahs. They don't care about wearing tefillin. Their husbands don't wear tefillin. They don't wear tefillin. And, th- and that this carried over now to, to, to people that, that went to yeshiva when they were growing up. That they, they look at the world and they say, that's civilized. We have to make Yiddishkeit as civilized as the world is. And, they're gonna try to, and they are going to try to take Torah mitzvahs into their sim to try to bend Yiddishkeit that it should, suit, it should fit what they want. Because they're impressed by the world and they want to be like the world, so therefore they have to make the Torah fit into the world. The Torah has to be like the world. So they're treating Chachmah as a Torah It's some man-made chachmah that because you feel bad or it makes your wife feel bad that she can't sit next to you in the synagogue. So then we have to say mutolach, mutolach, mutolach. Of course, of course, God wants you to sit next to me because the Torah has to accommodate what you want because you're impressed by the world, and you want to be like the world. Because you don't believe in Torah Messina, you don't believe in Nitzchis HaTorah, you don't believe in in Shebaal and you don't believe in, 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 don't believe in, in, in the eshtal of halacha and how Torah works. The Torah is the Torah, whether you understand it or you don't understand it. It's Chachmas Hashem. And if you, could, if you see the cruelty in it... Because you could say, any, any one of these people, let's say, a, a, a woman wants to be daven by the Kaisel. Every woman can go to the kaisal and daven. Since the time of the they were, they were they were davening separately. So how does that affect your relationship with God if you can't be next to your boyfriend? I know you'd like to be next to your boyfriend. But these people, meaning the old Jews, the regular from Jews... For them, that's a terrible, terrible thing to have that at this holy place. So why can't you just be, like, nice? You also could have next to a girl. A girl could have next to a girl. You know, that could also work. So why can't you just be nice about it? Because the other people, that mamish hurts them. That's killing them. So why not just be nice? The men can go there and the women can go here. Or you'll have people that come to a chasna and if they have to sit for a half hour away from the husband that they never even talk to in their home... If they have to sit for half hour away, they make a whole stink. I'm not coming to the wedding. Why can't you just be a nice person? Because when you open up that that place, that heart, you see that it's cold and empty. It's Ashokar it Shmek smells, it stinks from Amalek. I'm not saying that God forbid the Amalek, but it has that smell of Amalek. Because the smell of Amalek is the coldness. It's the cruelty. And it's always in the name of everything is so beautiful beautiful it's, it's so beautiful that the women should die from other men it's so beautiful that why shouldn't the women be able to put on film it's so beautiful where'd you get that from from the world because the world is so you want to be like the world to be civilized and beautiful because that's what they call equal rights and then you're going to take that to the turret and you're going to and you're going to, you're going to try to bend the turret to fit what you want but you see the, the you see the cruelty and the ugliness you see the meanness you see the meanness in it. it comes out because it already is stained by the world of Amalek. it's a, that's already the smell of Amalek. that way of on the outside making believe you're the most cultured civilized person I And mean, on the inside there's nothing it's all cold there's nothing there's no there's no a live ayin. there's no heart there's nothing you can't, you can't to, to, to To go against any of the any halacha. When a person learns Torah and his mekayim mitzvahs, he's being mizdabik with his entire guf, his nefesh, his ruach, his neshama. He's being attached to the infinite one, the Chochmas Hashem, like it's explained in Tanya. And it makes the person and it transforms the person by being this to the torrent to somebody who him as good. And it reveals the good in the person. Therefore, Therefore, you have to raise a Malik from under the heavens. There are Jews who are so jealous, who give so much covet to Amalek's wisdom, which all comes from beneath the heavens. Our wisdom of Torah is, the he- is heaven. But there are Jews who are necheshalmach, that's why Amalek attacked, the ones that were spit out from the cloud. And those Jews who are the lower Jews, they, they, they're very, very impressed by wisdom that's tachas that's under the heavens, by the wisdom of Amalek, by the culture of Amalek. And hello is chokmas amolech has al tachas the betachas. Now here the Rebbe says a, a very beautiful thing. Tachas means instead of, like zet tachazet. So these these Jews who are so impressed with the culture of the world, they want to take the Chokhm of amolech and it should be tachas hashemaim instead of chokmas hashem. Tachas hashemaim. Really, it's nothing. It's tachas hashemaim. But the word tachas means to substitute it for, for chokmas hashem. So if a person, if somebody wants to sit and learn tar for three, four, five years, they look at him like he's, like he's a primitive, barbaric person. But if somebody is sitting for nine years writing a, a dissertation on, on, on why is it that snowflakes last longer in, in Astoria than in Forest Hills, so then he already gets a, a, a half a million dollar grant, and he sits for eight years, nine years, and everybody's proud of him that he sat and he wrote a dissertation on, on the life of snowflakes in Queens. And that's a, that's already like a choshev and they and they write him up, and he gets the, he gets prizes for that. But if a person sits and learns chachmas so Hashem, if they say, ah, he's a batlin, the guy sits in those What's he, What are you doing with your life? What are you wasting your life? What are, you, what are you wasting your life? We're gonna see across the street which part of the library is gonna win when Mashiach comes. Let's see, the lower floors, fancy, pretty, pretty nice, no, right? Or the higher floors? We're gonna see which floors are gonna win. <laughs> Which floors of the library Mashiach is going to bring close to him and which are going to be a We'll see. Not to say that there's no place for Chachmas Ha'olam in Torah. I'm not getting into that so now. When it's done in the right way and how it's done I'm not talking about that. That's something else. That's a very big union. And I'm not saying that there's going to be any kind of book burnings and anything like that. <laughs> but we'll see which is going to be in the front row the front rows, what's going to be? Which Jews are going to be sitting in the front row? Which Jews in the front row and which books are going to be in the front row? We're going to see soon. What's going to be in the front row? So, the, so Amalek wanted to make mitaches shemaim instead of shemaim. In other words, the lowest, most earthly things should be instead of shemaim. The Jews should, should think that, they, that that's where they're going to find their simcha, that's where they're going to be, get educated and it's instead of Shamay, mitachas We have to erase that way of thinking that Amalek is instead of Shemayim. that the secular world is mitachas shamay. We have to erase that. That's a crooked way of thinking. There's nothing that's mitachas Shemaim. If there's something to secular w- wisdom, it's as the Vishnu tell us, to, what, to whatever degree it's able to help us in, in our avodah, whatever that means. I'm not going into it. But it's not mitachas. It's not to replace Shemayim. It's not the substitute, Shemayim. We have to erase that whole way of looking. Amalek is instead that way of, of, the, of, of, of this world is instead of Shemayim, instead of a life of Tary Mitzvus. That has to be erased. That's a corrupt, destructive thought. And you're impressed. It looks very, very beautiful. Impressed. So go see what. What good came to the world from all of these impressive things? What good came to the world? The biggest rishis came from the places of the biggest chachmas. Of chachmas, the biggest rishis right now in America. The biggest rishis in Europe and America. That's exactly what happened in Germany in the universities. The biggest rishis from those places of chachmas hagoyim, chachmas chitzoni. the biggest, biggest rishis from those places. The biggest Amalek. So Hashem said, you want to see how beautiful Amalek is? I'll show you how beautiful Amalek is. Here's Amalek. Nazi Germany, 1939, 1940, 1941. Beautiful. Look how their boots are so polished. Look how their hair is combed so nicely. Yeah, the Yeshiva Bacha's shoes are dirty. The Yeshiva Bacha's shirt is out, you understand. He's got one payas that's going west, the other one's going east. And he, uh, you know, he talks a little bit not so, not so fancy, right? so people are impressed with the Malik they look, ni- they look nice so Hashem so I'm going to show you how beautiful you'll see how nice Amalek is take a look at the Malik how beautiful with all the Chachmas take a look how beautiful we never, had, we, never, we never went anywhere to burn their books but they burnt all of our swarm right the big cultured ones who love education who love wisdom they were burning they were burning already a long time ago in France they didn't burn Shas, Pavli that's all the Chachmas are so, Timchezech Hamalik mitaches a Shemaim. That whole mistake has to be erased. That way of looking at Hamalik is kilus mitaches Shemaim instead of Shemaim.
1: There's no such thing, God.
0: There's no replacement. I'm sorry you wanted to say something a long time ago. You remember? Zoch al tishka. I think you actually answered Good. Okay. Zdav Marek.